Hello, this is Vin Peterson from Politics Weekly, and today we're going to be discussing some of the events that are going on, including some legislation that Congress passed, the primary results in Arizona, and of course, what everybody's talking about now, the FBI raid of Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, Florida. Are you going to introduce me too? Yeah, my father, Christian, is here. Hi there. So we're going to first talk about the bill that the U.S. Senate passed on a party line vote. Um, it is, the, is this the Build Back Better one? Yes, but on a much smaller scale. And this one includes deficit reduction as well. Oh, this is the Inflation Reduction Act, right? Yes, that's correct. The theory is that it will reduce inflation by reducing the deficit, which reduces inflationary pressures. Ah, okay. Very nice. Very nice. Uh-huh. So it includes a handful of things. Um, it includes an extension of the $7,500 EV tax credit. For people making under $150,000 or $300,000 for a couple, and it's capped at $80,000, though. So it's means-tested. Okay, what does that mean when it's capped at $80,000? The MSRP of a vehicle. Ah, I see. And there's also, there, it'll also include a 4000 this is new, a $4,000 uh, ta- EV tax credit for used cars as well. Uh, does the used car have to be an EV car? Yes. I see. Uh-huh. It will also include, this is the largest climate change investment in U.S. history, by the way. Oh, does it do anything for the Paris Climate Accords? It, it reaches two-thirds of the way there, actually. It'll cut emissions by 44% compared to when they peaked in 2005. Currently, we're only on track to do about 25%. That's according to Princeton. We're, we're projected to cut it by around 41%. Oh, so that sounds like it's positive. Yeah, more more CO2 emission reduction than originally estimated. That's great. So even Manchin, the coal baron, voted for this thing? Yes, he did. Okay. Yep. I wonder how that will go over with the next election in 2024, though. Okay, so we've got EV tax credits, and we've got... Um, subsidies for wind, solar. Subsidies for climate change. Renewables, yeah. And what else was in that bill? Um, it also allows Medicare to negotiate the price of prescription drugs. It extends Obamacare subsidies as well. One thing that's interesting, I haven't heard Republicans talk about Obamacare in years. Yeah, I guess they're done doing the repeal and replace. Yeah, and it turns out it was mostly repeal, not, not much of a replacement. Yeah, so that's also going to occur. So when does it become law? I'm sorry. So the Senate... Passed it. The Senate passed it, but now what's next? It has to go to the House and the, the, the president to sign or veto it. Okay. This president will sign it, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes. So that's what's in the bill. Mm-hmm. And I think they recently, in combination with the CHIPS bill and the PACT Act and a few other things that already passed and signed into law, this is... A lot of legislation just in the past month, to say the least. Yeah, that's right. I know. Good good couple of weeks for Biden, all while he had COVID twice. I know. That's hard to believe. After he, after he was done with COVID, he visited the flooding in Kentucky, by the way. Oh, that's right. I heard about that. I heard they actually had more rain, but I don't know if they had any more flooding. Yeah, it was pretty severe, actually, the flooding in Kentucky. Next, let's talk about the primaries in AZ, Arizona. So Rusty Bowers is the speaker of the Arizona House. I know that name. Why do I know that name? Because he's the speaker of the House, but he's also justified at the January 6th committee. Uh, I, I remember watching him on the January 6th committee. 
Yeah, and he was term limited in the state house, so he decided to run for state senate. In the prim- but in the primaries, he lost to a Trump-backed opponent who denies the 2020 election results. Oh, what district does he represent? Those poor people. Parts of Mesa, mostly in the north. Oh, I see. All right, well. And he lost big by like 28 points. Oh, man, he paid for, for that testimony. Uh, I know, after serving in that district for like six years. And after like being the speaker of the Arizona House, like everybody knows him, he's got great name recognition. Yep, I guess they just uh, they wanted him out. They thought he was a rhino. Yeah, supposedly rhino doesn't really mean conservative anymore. You're not conservative. It doesn't mean you're. Rusty Vaz is a conservative politician. There's nobody questioning that. But just that's not the qualification for being a rhino. Being a rhino means you're not loyal to Donald Trump. In this right, right, right. Yeah, didn't he say during his testimony that he would have voted for Trump again? He did during his testimony. I think after the test, I think like a week later, he says, no, I'm not going to vote for Trump again. But during his testimony, he says he still would have voted for Trump. Yeah, and he's in lockstep with like his party on practically every issue in the state legislature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. All right. Well, what else happened that night? Um, Mark Fincham won the primary for Secretary of State in Arizona. Well, why, he doesn't, is he a bad guy? Why is he a bad guy? He's a member of the Oath Keepers, oh. and he is also seen at the Capitol riot on January 6th, though he denies entering the building. Oh, man. So he went to January 6th, the Stop the... That wasn't the Stop the Steal rally, that, or was it? Yes, it was on the day of January 6th. So he went to that, and now he is the Republican nominee for Secretary of State of the state of Arizona. Yes. And the Secretary of State runs elections and does business applications in the state. Oh, boy. So he's going to be facing off against former county recorder Adrian Fontes. Well, Adrian Fontes is a pretty strong candidate, so we'll, let's, let's hope that he can carry the day. Yeah. He'll point out Fincham's election lies. Yes, for sure. Um, he also, yeah, I think he wants to do things like decertify. He's running on a platform of decertifying the 2020 election. Oh, boy. So he could, let's say, let's pretend that he wins yeah. and he takes office in 2023. Yes. <laughs> the first thing he's going to do is decertify the 2020 election something from three years ago. Yes, that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Um, so Carrie Lake narrowly defeated Karen Taylor Robinson in the primary for the governor's race. Okay. All right. Now I've heard of her before. What, who was Carrie Lake before? A news anchor. Okay. But she was super, she was super Trump, right? She was really into, into yes. Trump and he, oh, I remember Trump came to the state and Pence came to the state. What happened when those Pence guys came? campaigned for Robinson and Carrie Lake campaigned, um, Trump campaigned for Carrie Lake. Okay, and who won again? Carrie Lake. Okay, okay. And she was a former newscaster. She voted for Obama in 2008, <laughs> I'd like to point out. And I think was opposed to Trump like in like 2016 or something like that. And now she's running as like a hard right from MAGA Republican. Maybe she was drinking whatever Rudy Giuliani was drinking. I know. It's just amazing doesn't make any sense. And the attorney general's race, another election denier won. Abe Hamad, an attorney from Phoenix. Was it a big night for Trump Trump people? Yeah, it was a great night for election deniers, to say the least. Also, Eric Spitt won in Missouri. The t- one of the two Erics. That's right. Remember, Trump said that he would endorse Eric, but there were two Erics running, Eric Greitens and Eric Schmidt. 
Right. Schmidt is more electable than Grimes, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Schmidt is still not great. I think he let he was part of the attorney general's lawsuit trying to overturn the election, and he was not great. But but that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So those are all the races in Arizona, which was quite a good night for election deniers, to say the least. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So who? So let me. Let's just do a quick rundown. So who's going to be the GOP nominee for governor? Lake. And who is? And Hobbs would be the Democrat. Yeah. Okay. And who are the nominees for Secretary of State? Fontes on the Democratic side, Fincham on the Republican side. And who are the nominees for U.S. Senate? Kelly, the incumbent, obviously, and Blake Masters. And He's I, also an election denier. He won his primary. Oh, that's scary. And who are the nominees for Attorney General? Chris Mays, the former Corporation Commissioner member, and uh, Abe Hamad, I mentioned. Okay. Brnovich is term limited, by the way. Oh. He ran for Senate, but he lost. Well, he'll have more time to practice with his nunchucks. Yeah, exactly. The FBI raided Donald Trump's house in Mar-a-Lago in search for documents. Yeah, I think political, you know, like, you know, the Presidential Records Act, right? Right. How they have to keep their documents. And I think I heard that there were some reports from the January 6th committee that he was concealing documents. So the FBI raided his home in an attempt to search for those. Oh, my gosh. Was he there? Like, did he come out in handcuffs? He didn't come out in handcuffs. No, actually, I remember he was out of state. I think he was in New York at the time. Wow. Instead of at his house in florida mm-hmm. he changed his address to florida by a few years ago yes that's for sure mm-hmm. anything else from the fbi raid or are they kind of quiet they're kind of quiet republicans are complaining about it i think marjorie taylor green tweeted defund the fbi <laughs> <laughs> hmm seem i seem to remember them uh chanting locker up for hillary clinton doing uh having um, the email server the email a private email server for government business and and now we've got an FBI raid on a former president for as far as we know confidential documents right exactly i think he's doing this because i think there was like a drafted executive order i think there was one report about like potentially trying to seize voting machines for example so they're trying to conceal up things like that oh my gosh all right that's all i have to say um have a good um, see ya all, but, um, I hope you have a good night and I hope you give you some information about what's happening. It's a crazy world we're living in. Yeah. Thanks, Van.